Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today I am joined by Alan Hallis, creator of Breaking and Entering, a platform used to highlight local artists out of the Milwaukee area. Um, for some time, I've been following um, the pieces that have been written up, the musicians that have been featured. Um, I will say it is an honor to have them in front of me. But, you know, this is what it is. So without further ado, how you doing, Alan? Good, man. Thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Thank you. Hey, man, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you coming on the platform. Yeah. You know, um, I've been trying to, you know, highlight Milwaukee and Southeast brightest, you know. For sure. And when I think about that. It's people like you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We've been we've been working hard over breaking and entering and doing what we do to you know get our name out there and yeah. bring Milwaukee music to the world. You know. Well, I I, I, I kind of feel like your your message as far as on the music side that's you know you're doing along the same route as I'm trying to do. You know. So oh, for sure. It, it's all respect. Um, I didn't know if I'd get a response from you when I reached out, <laughs> but I am grateful. You uh, you definitely. Uh, you answer. Yeah, absolutely. I try to. I mean, I try to get back to everybody. I know I don't. Um, there's a lot of people that I haven't gotten back to yet, but you know, yeah. it's a process. We get there. We get man. there. You know? But I, I appreciate it. So respect. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. Let's absolutely. do it. Where were you born? So I was born in, in Milwaukee, born on the South side, um, born and raised, grew up here my whole life, um, high school, college here, went to Marquette here. So okay. I mean- you know, I've been in and around Milwaukee now for some time. <laughs> what what, uh, what year you graduated? So I graduated uh, college in 2013. 2013. Yep. Oh, so, damn. I know. I just got something <laughs> about a 10-year reunion. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's this early. <laughs> it's it's already, you know. Man, you make me feel old. It's 15 years, I think, since I've been, <laughs> man, since I graduated high school. Um, <laughs> but... Damn, man. So uh, what neighborhood you you were raised on the south side? Yeah, so I grew up on the south side, like over by Wilson Park. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like almost Greenfield, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still claim it as the south side and then uh, yeah. moved into Bayview um, like right after, really right after college. So stayed home, you know, stayed on campus or uh, stayed home to try and save money. Yeah. You know, but I was essentially living on campus with the amount I was like working on projects and stuff. Yeah. Um, I went for for media, so I was always shooting videos, always doing stuff on campus. So that's and then, awesome. Uh, yeah, moved to Bayview and haven't looked back. Still in Bayview, so that's good. <laughs> Bayview's uh man, especially during the summer, is a beautiful place, man. Absolutely. I just love the culture there, man. It's it's just, it's different. It's a different yep. type of vibe. You got just got your chill people, relax. Yeah. Um, a spot of mine that I loved going, you know, that I man, I haven't been there in it's been a long time. Lease. Oh yeah, lounge. still there. That's one of my. I used to go there a lot. Spots. Yeah. I actually used to go there a lot. I used to go to the White House a lot. Now, yeah, uh, I played wo- volleyball there. I played volleyball there too. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably played each other at some point. I, I, yeah, it was it was many summers ago, but yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so what what type of hobbies were you into growing up? 
So I grew up skateboarding. Um, that was like my main thing. I mean, when I was really little, I was I had drums and guitars in the basement and stuff like that. I was playing music, but never like officially. Like yeah. I would just kind of mess around with it. Um, but then I picked up a skateboard when I was probably like really like 11 or 12. Yeah. That opened my world to everything. So that means, I mean, like really like music kind of, you know, yeah. especially like the Tony Hawk games and stuff like that. Oh, dude, man. Oh. That was that was my whole generation's introduction to music. Yep. And for me, especially like that was really, I mean, you know, MTV and VH1 happened and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Once I heard like, you know, music off those games, like boom, like the yep. world is open to me kind of thing, you know? So really discovered yeah. music from there, um, but grew up skating and and still try to once in a while. <laughs> not so, well, not well. So I know obviously you got a you got a taste off of uh, Tony Hawk. Yep. What type of music were you into? I grew up listening to a lot of punk rock. So okay. I uh, my dad listened to the Ramones. That was kind of my introduction to it, um, and I I still love the band No Effects. Um, mm-hmm. That I was twelve years old and. It just it was like one of those first things where it like felt like this is my band. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these are my people that I'm gonna listen to. Like I remember there was specifically like one Christmas where everything shifted from like, oh, I want toys and I want games to like, oh, I want three CDs by this band and three CDs by that band. Yeah. And then like I think I was probably like twelve years old, probably something like that. And I was like, Oh, I I'm into punk rock now. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> It's the toughest sixth grader out there. There you I go, wasn't. man. I wasn't. Nah, man. Well, middle school is that stage where you're like, man, I'll say it's brutal. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I won't say for me, but because I was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, but, man, I watched some, some people <laughs> struggle, man. Yeah. And it's like, oh. We had, well, I had a really small class. I had like 20 kids and like none of them skated. Yeah. And, and a lot of them were real into hip hop. And there you I was—I mean, I was dabbling, but not like super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like the skater kid, so like people knew me as that kind of thing. So, but then like I mean, we all hung out. Like, there's 20 of us. Who are we gonna hang out with? You know what I mean? Like everybody's <laughs> gonna hang out with everybody. You know? So what middle school was this? Oh, uh, dude, it was uh, Holy Wisdom Academy, which is now like the—I uh, don't know what it's called now. Actually, it's over on it's uh, like 16th and Morgan. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it used to be St. Alexander's. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So. so you're a you're a music journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you find a passion for writing? Um, it kind of happened by accident. So honestly, uh, so I went to school for like I said for media, um, and I was I was well, it kind of goes hand in hand with like the start of breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine and I were going to do a college radio show at Marquette, and then uh, we did for a couple semesters. He was a psychology major. I was a media major. Two different worlds completely. He got real busy with with his major and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I I kind of split off from that. We stopped really doing the radio show, uh, but we had a website. And, okay. And so for a little bit, we were actually going to sell T-shirts. That was like a a forgotten era of breaking and entering. Yeah. Um, but my way to like kind of get people in was like, what if we wrote a blog post about like you know what if we wrote a blog post about a Milwaukee artist. every week and then we put one out that's like a featured artist of the week and then like that would get people to the website they'd see the t-shirts whatever so that was really kind of my my start with writing okay was writing about music from that sort of sense of being like here's who this person is here's why they're important i mean i did have a blog actually a few years before that really like 2015 uh no oh god that's that's wrong earlier (laughs) than that i'm trying to think of the year i'm thinking it was in college i know that um, I had a blog for a while that was just like 
I don't know, it was the blog era of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Fake Shore Drive was big in Chicago. Uh, Two Dope Boys was big for me. A um, couple other ones. And yeah. that's where I was discovering music. Like I had discovered hip hop at that point. There you go. You know, I was producing hip hop by probably 14, 15 years old. So, wow. yeah, okay. uh, not well, but I was. But and, it's still, uh, <laughs> you're still in the motion, So that's man. like, that. I mean, I should put the pieces together. Punk led into hip-hop because of, like, the video games. And because yeah. of, like, you know, discovering, and, like, Eminem is breaking at this point. The whole, like, rap rock thing is breaking at this point. So, like, I was always open to hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, that brought me into producing music, which ultimately brought me into writing about music. No, so, oh, wow. And, and being like, people need to see something with this. So, you wow. Know? So... So how would you uh, describe your writing style? Um, I I kind of picked up a style where it's really not like like my opinion. It's not really like a, uh, I don't know, like I'm not a critic. I don't think I'm a really like a critic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people come in and they like want to write and tell you why something's cool or why something's not. I kind of tell you a little bit more like the facts. I can... I have learned to kind of play with words and, and do it in a way that, uh, you know... You can kind of tell if I like something or not. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm more about like, let me present this to you and then let me see what your kind of opinions are on that from there. You know what I mean? Okay. So um, that's kind of my, I guess, my style. I never really think about it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So. Well, you you flip the coin and just hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was always I always like a good like writer. I didn't mind like English class growing up. Mm-hmm. I remember in college, like one of my first things they gave us like a four page paper to do, and like kids that didn't go to my like high school or whatever were like freaking out. Like, yeah. oh my god, we got to write four pages. I was like, this is nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I could put words together, but man, when it comes to grammar, I know people probably be cringing, especially like you guys, like you're a writer, you know what I mean? So you're like, oh, what is he doing? The last few years I've definitely learned, picked up on it more. Yeah. Uh, but I always wrote about, I always write about stuff that I like too, which is the difference. You know what I mean? Like if there's yeah. something that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. you're going to like really put your best effort into it. Yeah. So like even like college papers and stuff like that. I wrote a I think I wrote a thesis paper on like on like straight edge punk rock. <laughs> you know what wow. I mean? Oh yeah. damn. I was okay. like in the library listening to like minor threat and being like, okay, this is why these guys are important. Like I remember I wrote a paper on skateboarding. Like yeah. It just all kinda I find ways to write about stuff that I like and that's what I think is the best it gives you the best product. Okay. So. So you you do run a, a music outlet mm-hmm. and you write music and yeah. that's breaking and entering. Yeah. So when was it officially founded? Um, I'm gonna go and say with 2014. So that was probably mm-hmm. the era. So like, was writing about stuff. We had that area like where we were writing about one artist a week. That was in college. But then once I graduated, like, I specifically like New Year's Day 2014 was like the year that I was like, all right, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm going to try and be like a daily music outlet. Mm-hmm. And like it started off with like, okay, I'm going to make sure I have like one post every day. And I was like, maybe I got to make sure I got to have like three. And then eventually like it just became like, all right, I'm going to write as much as I can and put as much as I can out there because like people are just making a lot of really great music in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and it is hard to find it sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, especially with like streaming and things like this. Now you got to remember 2014, like 
Spotify is kind of new. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. um, like SoundCloud, Bandcamp, kind of new. Mm-hmm. YouTube was taking off, but not like I mean, there wasn't like really a defined like this is where you get your music kind of thing like it is now. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like the place to kind of connect all that and and yeah. be like, all right, I'm gonna scour Bandcamp and find you know things that just came out, and then put it on our site for you to go check out. You know, what what would you say was like the first inspiration in creating it? Um, very honestly, I think stuff like Fake Shore Drive was probably a, mm-hmm. an influence on what I was doing, especially yeah. what they did for Chicago. Like, I don't know how much you know about them, but like they broke like, uh, the cool kids when they were big, uh, Chance the Rapper's Acid Rap came out and like okay. shut down their site or like, wow. Yeah. Like, like so many people learned about it through Fake Shore Drive that it like shut the server down. Like. So I always wanted to have that sort of thing from Milwaukee where I was like, all right, let's be, you know, like in the Chicago sense, he was writing about Andrew Mm -hmm. Barber's the guy that runs it. Uh, He was writing about like acts that were selling out, you know, venues, Mm -hmm. but they couldn't get any press coverage. Yeah. And then I was here in Milwaukee and I was like, well, there's people that are buzzing and, you know, making good music. People either don't know about them or they are, you know, getting a crowd and nobody's here to see it. You know what I mean? That, like, and that's honestly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, man, we have such a talented place, man. If we yeah. could only put the pieces together and people, you know, don't be like, come on, man. Like, it's tough. It is. Yeah. It, that's the one thing I've learned throughout this journey. It's like I, I've come to know that. People are really in it for themselves, and and I get it. You're supposed to be your star player, but at the right. same time, it, numbers do matter. And it's and, tough. And like, there have definitely been things along the way that have yeah. like helped connect people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I would say like Radio Milwaukee has been big in like yeah. getting Milwaukee music together. Um, really, it comes down to two, like the the media landscape in Milwaukee. Like, we have mm-hmm. a paper, but the paper is owned by the USA Today and they're losing money and, you know, they're laying off people all the time. Um, We have other outlets that do good work, but, you know, maybe they only write about a select handful of people. So that's where Breaking and Entering comes in is, like, we don't write about, you know, just the people that are really, really big, but we write about, you know... I always tell people we do stuff for, like, the kid making stuff in his basement all the way up to, like, people playing festivals. And we really have covered... That's kind of like the the motion I've been going with. So, like, I I mean, you know, I I love your platform. Mm -hmm. It definitely, you you give a spotlight. And that that, that truly matters because at the end of the day, you don't know how how much that does for for aspiring artists. Oh, yeah. Of all walks of life, you know, they they all go through their stuff. And just to shed a spotlight. Yeah. Kudos to you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um. What motivates you as a as a journalist? Um, ooh, that's tough. Uh, what <laughs> motivates me? No, paycheck. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, no, I think the thing that motivates me is is kind of like what I said, where like you know there are artists that are genuinely talented mm-hmm. that that is gonna be their thing. You know what I mean? Like if they just get a little bit of validation, yeah. and so we are that little bit of validation. Like, I remember the first time, so this goes back to when I was making beats and stuff like that. I remember the first time I heard somebody, like, make a single with my song, and I didn't know them that well. You know what I mean? Like, we communicated over the internet at the time. like, Mm -hmm. But I was freaking out because somebody was using my beat and making a song. Oh, wow. So, like, I know that feeling of, like, oh, my God, somebody is, you know, 
paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I think that's what I get to, you know, like to do for some people is a lot of people are putting out music and they're just throwing it on the internet and seeing what happens. Yeah. And like they they see that we we covered it and we wrote something about it and maybe it's only, you know, a hundred words, hundred and ten words. But for them, they're like, somebody noticed me. You know what yeah. I mean? So I guess that that probably is what drives me is to be like, okay, like, you know, I get some recognition now. You yeah. Know? Some people go and, and you see what people do with it too. Like you see some people, it goes to their head and they're like, oh my God, I'm getting press coverage. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people that are just like happy to be like acknowledged. So yeah. you get the full gamut of it. So that's awesome. What were some, um, what was, some difficulties starting up, breaking and entering. <laughs> it's the same difficulties that are there to now, till right now, really. Um, early on, I would say the biggest thing is getting your name out there, mm-hmm. especially when you're an upstart thing. When there's you know a, a, a newspaper, there's radio yeah. stations, there's all sorts of things. The first time that we were writing about people, like people didn't know what was a site on the mm-hmm. internet, and yeah. like it's named after a crime. I don't know, like why are these people like. These people wrote up our album. All right, cool. You know what I mean? Like nobody knew what it was. Um, and I think that's still something that I, I still battle with is like getting the name out there as much as possible. And, and you know, um, and, and now, I, I, you know, it still is the same thing. Like you're competing against everybody when you put content out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's got a whatever. Everybody's their own brand. Yeah. So like even you, like, I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a podcast. You're competing against everybody mm-hmm. that's got a podcast. You're competing for attention with everybody that's on YouTube, everybody yeah. that's on TikTok, yeah. you know. So it, it's that's the same uphill battle that we always mm-hmm. go through, I think. I feel like, you know, and that's very true. And a lot of people are, have a competitive nature. I try to just zero it out. At yeah. the end of the day, you know, you're going to see some pretty awesome, mm-hmm. cool people mm-hmm. like you. Yeah. And you're going to learn some stuff about them, like stuff that I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you have to do it, you know, yeah. like, so it's, you know, that's, that's the fun for me when I do these interviews. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to do it. I mean, like at some point I just hit a point where I said, all right, I'm just going to make the best thing that mm-hmm. I can do. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to make the best production, the best, you know, writing, whatever the most, you know, like I'm going to do the best thing, give the most effort to it. Mm-hmm. And then people will notice that I'm actually putting in the effort. So yeah. That's what it ends up becoming. I think. What do you look for? When you're writing these pieces, what 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 what's the key points that? Um, definitely people that are, I would say, how do I put this? Like, definitely well put together in the sense mm-hmm. of like they are making music with the intent of like trying to really like make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always the case. We have a great music director, Ben Slowey, that um finds everything. Yeah. Like, finds the you know the weirdest niche indie or electronic thing or it'll send me something that is like way out of left field um but at the same time like we're looking for people too that you know i always gravitate towards artists that want to make it a career Mm -hmm. um and people that really do want their music to be heard by as many people as possible uh it helps when people are like professional (laughs) and can do like um and send over like nice press releases and send over like you know, like, um, but I mean, people that are genuine too is mm-hmm. something that helps, you know, no matter what, um, people that are making music and, and really like, you know, that you can tell, like they just want to be heard. So, yeah. You know? sure. 
I'm glad you brought up one of your team members. How many uh, people are a part of your team at Breaking and Entering? So Ben is our music director. It, it's tough. It, I mean, it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, it kind of varies. So like, we do a radio show that's a it's a online radio show, and it's a podcast as well. Um, I got two got two of my best I've buddies. That have, yeah, you guys have shouted me out. Like yeah, yeah. I, yeah so I appreciate that. Yeah, a couple of my buddies, Omar Omar Beckham and Patrick Carroll, and we've done that for a couple of years mm-hmm. now. Uh, we've got a couple contributing writers, Ethan Duran and Riley Marks. Uh, we're getting a couple other people. I actually have to talk to some people this weekend about it. Yeah. So like it, it grows, and like we've had people kind of come in and do articles here and there. You know, people have reviewed concerts for us. Okay. So yeah, it's really nice to you know, and and that's another thing where I don't really turn people away from that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I always try to tell them, like, picture this as your blog under our umbrella. Yeah, you know, so like if people want to get in and you know, because there's a lot of music being made out there, so there's a lot to cover. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't turn that away. <laughs> what would you say the culture and atmosphere is is over there? Um, I think we are definitely super welcoming, super inviting. That mm-hmm. is something. I mean, just as a as a website for sure. You know, uh, not only from that sense too of like people that are making music, but people that want to write or create about music too. Mm-hmm. You know, photographers. Uh, writers, reviewers, stuff like that. Like we welcome it all. Like let's see what we can do. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're all we're all just trying to do it, right? So yeah, for sure. Why not do it in the best way possible? What's most important to you when when writing up these pieces? Um, getting it right, uh, being timely. Those things are kind of important for just journalism and in, in general. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I don't want to write about something that came out, you know, four years ago. Right. Like yeah. I want to talk about somebody's newest stuff and I want to put them in the best light possible too. Um, a lot of people have hit me up before and been like, Hey, how do I get promo on, on your website? Mm-hmm. Like to get a write up. And I'm like, well, we don't do promotion. You know what I mean? Like we're writing about it, but the way that we write about it, I guess is, is complimentary in the sense that, you know, mm-hmm. they think that yeah. they're getting a, you know, they think somebody paid for this and they didn't, yep. you know, like, we we don't accept like a paid post like that, you mm-hmm. know, like we don't get we don't do like a pay for play thing or anything like that. Yeah. Um so I mean, yeah, just to put people in the best light possible. I I, I admire that, man, cuz like I, man, just outsider looking in, it, it's awesome. You I like I tune in, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I I do listen, so for I want to sure. let you know I am a fan. <laughs> Thank you. Um but it, it, it's definitely awesome because these are people I would never probably hear about if it, right. it weren't for you guys, you yeah. guys over there. Oh, totally. It's um, what accomplishments have you been recognized for? You you've had to be recognized. Um, uh, yes and no in some senses. So I wouldn't say like we don't get like awards and things like that. Like mm-hmm. for a little bit, I was part of the Milwaukee Press Club, um, but I oh, just never you. like submitted for awards or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, uh, like accomplishments and like things that I get are like the places we get access to. Yeah. So like we've covered Summerfest since 2014 as like credentialed press, which is cool. Like especially Ooh, that's awesome. Especially like when you start that out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to be like, hey, we're this little bitty site. Like, can we cover your festival? Will you let us in to like do that. Um, so they've been super welcoming over there, and actually, um, shout out to Sarah Peranto, the the PR manager that was at Summerfest. Now she's with the Paps Theater Group, uh, and mm-hmm. so we've been able to cover their stuff. You know, whenever we need that, I've covered shows at Pfizer Forum. I've gotten to go all the way up to Lollapalooza. You know, wow, a, a, up dude. to that level as credentialed press, and like, 
that it that was like probably like a oh my god moment. You hear this, Milwaukee? <laughs> you know, La La <laughs> like that was it was crazy to walk into like the press village and be like, oh, Rolling Stone has a tent and Spotify has a tent yeah. and you know all the big radio stations in the in yeah, one of the yep. top ten media markets they all have their own tents and you're here like to be part of it. Like, granted, I'm in a different work tent with like a bunch of smaller people, but yeah. like still to be like you're at a a major festival as this thing that you started basically in your, in your bedroom at your parents' house or at, you know, at in college basically, you know. Yeah. So it's grown to that point where like you get access to some of the biggest stuff in the world, which is insane to think about. That is, that that's man. Yeah. That's goals. That's gains. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um what type of events have you hosted? Uh, so we, that was another era of breaking and entering that really pushed things forward is when we started doing showcases, um, we were doing a monthly concert series called an evening with, uh, we started that at Tonic Tavern and in Bayview and then moved that downtown to the Paps Brewery, uh, mm-hmm. pre COVID. And then, but the big one that we do is I run, um, a music, uh, a concert series in Catalano square in the third ward. Called okay. Air in the Square, where we do like basically one uh, concert a month. Uh, yeah, yeah, the little triangle park on okay. just off of Broadway. Yeah. Um, so we do a concert there every month from, uh, I think this year's going to be May through September. Got Don't you. quote me on that. I haven't gotten that locked up with the city yet. But um, yeah, my boy uh, Fred414. Oh, he, yeah. He, um, yep. he sponsors my clothing. I work know? right above him at the Shepherd. Yeah, one of the things I noticed <laughs> on your, your page, you got that banner. Yeah, yeah. This banner. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. So he sponsors that at our other event, which is yeah. our, like, our marquee event, is uh, the Big Beat MKE Beat Battle. Oh, wow, wow, um, yeah. So that is uh, the eight weeks leading up to Summerfest. It's at the the Jackalope Lounge, which is in the Wicked Hop in uh, the third You've had board. some pretty big names run to We've that had, big battle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, um, I, I actually, the um, Space Crime. Yeah, yeah, Space Crime. Uh, I believe, did he win it this yeah. last year? No, I, he won it, I think, it, don't, don't mark me, but I think it was 19? Um, I don't remember. He always... Yeah, he was in the final. I know he was in the yeah, final. Yeah, yeah, he went pretty far he, this last run. Um, so we have, uh, yeah, it's eight weeks leading up to Summerfest. Uh, we do that at the Jackalope Lounge. It's a 16-producer head-to-head beat battle tournament. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's the predecessor to the uh, the Milltown Beatdown, mm-hmm. which ran for about 10 years in uh, in Milwaukee at the same venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually run by Jordan from 88.9 or previously of 88.9 uh, yeah. back when he was DJ Mad Hatter. Uh, him and DJ Bizon were putting it together. Bizon is uh, through DJ Dripset Sweat. She uh, actually yeah. her interviews out this week, but I remember I remember that name. So. Yeah, yeah. Not to cut you off. No, no. Bizon has been that dude for a long time too. Um, so they used to run the the Milltown Beatdown, which was a head to head producer battle, same thing, kind of tournament style. Uh, my buddy Patrick and I got exposed to that like real early, like it probably in their last years of doing it. But in our early years of like being mm-hmm. able to like be yeah. twenty one and go out, and so then when they stopped doing it for like a couple of years, we were just like, "Oh man, I wish somebody could take this over." And then finally, breaking and entering got into the position where I was like, I was sitting at my at my day job and I wrote wrote out a bracket, yeah, and I was like, "What if we just did it?" You know what I mean? So I called up Jordan and had a good conversation with him. He said, "You can do everything the same that we did, just change the name." So Big Beat MKE was the best of the of really terrible situation or terrible name choices we had. 
And uh, so we landed on that, and we've done it three years now. We did it 2018, 2019, and then 2022. Uh, we skipped mm-hmm. two years because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's coming back. That's going to be May and June. Um, submissions open March 1st for that, too, online through our site. So that is... Uh, Man. Yeah. There we go. There we go. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's awesome. So with the show, you... you you have different segments. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So. so there's two battles every night, and then there's two performers, uh, two Milwaukee hip hop acts that perform every week uh, as mm-hmm. well. So they get, you know, so it's kind of like it's broken up. So even if you maybe are not super into like head to head beats, like a versus kind of thing, mm-hmm. like you're still going to be there for like there's a show. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. performer kind of thing. Most people I've found out uh, are there for the battle, and then they kind of go out and chill during the performance. And come back. So it's kind of like it's, you got two audiences coming together. Um, but the cool part about it is like producers are discovering artists. Artists are discovering producers. Like everybody's networking in that's the same awesome. room. We got a DJ that's in there all the time. Shout out to DJ Alpine. <laughs> you know, our host, Tuan Mack, is like. He, Where is he located? The Jackalope Lounge. Uh, okay. So the Wicked Hop in the Third Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the the main bar room, but their like event space is the Jackalope Lounge. Yeah. So, yeah, we do that. We start, it's Thursday nights. We start at like 10 p.m. and we go till probably about midnight most nights. Oh, that's So, dope. yeah, it yeah. is until you got to wake up Friday morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't drink anymore. So, hey, man. <laughs> no, but even that, I still have to wake still, up. Still, yeah, anymore. you still got to get up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trust me, uh, after this last year of, like, organizing it, it was the first time, obviously, in, like, three years that we had done it. Yeah. I'm, like, walking the dog the next day, and I'm, like, I'm going to fall over. Like, I'm, like, really? exhausted. Yeah. So, yeah, no. and You do look thing. like you a busy man. <laughs> like, But, yeah, putting on shows like that yeah. and being out late, and then the next morning, like, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I, I definitely can relate to you as far because <laughs> once I get out of work, it's, it's usually – writing up interviews or it's, yeah. it's reaching out. Um, Did you say you get up at four in the morning? Yeah, I do. Same here. The, oh, for real? Yeah. So Look my wife, that. my wife's a CrossFit coach. And yeah. so she has to get up at four cause they have to, she has to coach mm-hmm. the like 5am class. And yeah. so she's got to get out to like Brookfield. So I ended up just starting to wake up with her. So that's when, that's yeah. when my day starts. That's when Damn. I start working on breaking and entering is 4am. So my, that- my alarm clock is two chains 4am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's it yeah, fits. Sure. I and mean, that's when I know I gotta be up. You know? Yeah, but, man. Wake up. I got kids. It's yeah. real. But um, you know, <laughs> I just I started this new job. I've been doing flooring for the past three years, but I okay. kind of left that for some it's up and down for with sure. construction. So yeah, yeah. um got more of a consistent job now. So okay. definitely nice. that congrats. That's, that's what it is. Thanks. Uh, yeah. it feels good too. Yeah. Uh assured uh hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are some uh, mentors of yours that have guided you through through this journey? Ooh, uh, you you got the questions, man. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one too because I mean, like, I grew up really influenced by stuff that I was seeing happening around me. But like, so I was observing the mm-hmm. walking music scene, you know, before I could even really be part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I started producing beats at like you know. Probably I'm I'm gonna say like fourteen or fifteen. I really started making beats. Yeah. Um. Obviously, at that time, like you can't really get into shows because everything is twenty one and up. And like my parents had really no like they were not gonna drop me off at you know. Yeah. We'd go to the Miramar to go see like pop punk bands that was like high school bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like so I had been observing the Milwaukee music scene for a while though. So I guess my like 
people that I was really looking up to were the people that I had access to. So yeah. like listening to the radio, listening to WMSE, um, Jordan and Kid Cut Up, uh, DJ Mad Hatter and Kid Cut Up were uh, the Mad Kids every Tuesday night, nine yeah. to midnight. That introduced me to hip hop in some ways. Like that's where I first heard Wale. That's where I first heard like you know. No, you about a to lot of the real ones. Cold, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we're like the first time there. So that's probably who I had. You know, I guess as an influence. Like early days of Radio Milwaukee was big because that's mm-hmm. who I could listen to. Grew up listening to a lot of like FM 1021. So I was just always like, man, it would be cool if they would focus more on Milwaukee. And yeah. so I guess like that was you know. Just being observant, I guess, was I, I don't know if I had mentors per se, but I had people that I saw what they were doing and said, Okay, how do I put my you. yeah, mm-hmm. how do I put my little stamp on it, you know? Yeah. So now now throughout this interview, we've been talking about you you're basically around the clock. How would you describe your work ethic? Uh too much. I do too much. <laughs> For real. No. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, so I do my, obviously I like uh, my day job is I write for the shepherd express too. And so, yeah. I, so I'm writing about music there too, you know, um, shepherd but, it, express. <laughs> but being able to manage, you know, that and breaking and entering and like, so it's a lot of writing. Uh, it's a lot of how can I make more content? You know, uh, my whole thing this year is trying to be a little bit more efficient about like making sure we're consistently out there putting stuff out on social media and things like that. So like, it's literally I, I work too much. I, yeah. I like it's to the point where it's like work. Okay, I got to take the dog out. That's my reset. <laughs> yeah, and then but then like in my head I'm still always like I got to finish this. I got to mm-hmm. finish that. Like certain Definitely things feeling. per day. Yeah, yeah. So my work ethic is I don't want to be that guy to boast, but it's pretty crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. Um, how would you say Milwaukee has attributed to the success you've you've reached through breaking and entering? Oh, it's everything. I mean, without people reading about the music scene, you know, without people taking interest in it or nothing, you know, um, my thing as of late, I guess the last few years has always been to try and get out to the people like beyond the music scene. Yeah. Like the people that like, let's say they go to the Pabst Theater, Riverside, and they go see the shows like the nationally touring acts that they love, but they don't really care about the openers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. mine is like, my, that's the people I'm trying to reach now is yeah. like, let's get out to, you know, the people that live in the suburbs, but they like, they, they, you know, they enjoy coming into town to see a band that they like, but, and they say that they're music fans, but like, let's get them introduced to Milwaukee music. Yeah. They, and I can do that because there's a very core, like loyal fan base for Milwaukee music now that is following it. And I think we're, we're part of, you know, what makes that happen. Mm-hmm. But you can see like, there's a community of the same, you know, probably let's say a thousand to 2000 people that are really like into it and know what they're, you know, they, they have an opinion on it. They have their bands that they like, like yeah. they follow it, you know? So, and that, so I think Milwaukee contributes to it a lot. I mean, there, it's kind of everything. everything to have that readership and to have people say like, Hey, this is something cool, you know? That's awesome. So what's your uh, vision for uh, breaking and entering in the next five? Next five. Um, really, it's, I mean, I would love to be my own boss to the point where like, I, you know, it's self-sufficient mm-hmm. where I can make a living at it and do it. Um, I've picked up little pieces of things everywhere I've gone along the way, you know, like I've learned how to write better or like learned how to make videos better or whatever. Like now being the Shepherd Express, I've, I've learned a little bit more about like the, you know, the advertising side of it and the money making side of it, you know? Yeah. So 
It's like, like it's been a, a opener for me through this platform. Yeah, fi- figuring out marketing, figuring like yeah, all, all the things thrown. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, it, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. Yeah, exactly. So I, I pick up a little bit of where I go, you know, from everything that I've done, um, and try to incorporate that. So I think that's the goal in the next five is to you know at some point ha- break this thing off and be like, okay, this is my job. You know, is to just run breaking and entering. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see how we get there. Yeah. I, you know, like the nice thing about it is like I still write about music like for a living now. Mm-hmm. And I've been there for the last three years doing that. The better part of the last three years being able to do that. It's your dream job right Before there. that, I worked at a bank, which is the complete opposite. Yeah. And, and like no shade to the bank, but it was not it was not as fulfilling as like being able to be like, okay, my job is to like write about people I know and, you know, yeah. call my friends up and interview them. Like that was you know, that the first time I got to do that sort of thing was like a dream to call people I know and be like, hey, I'm going to go put you out there like for my job. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to yeah. go put your thing out there to the world. So, yeah. you know, that's dope. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring music journalists? Uh, write like there's no tomorrow. Like literally there is so much content being made out in the world right now you know, from everything, from social media, like you, everywhere, you know what I mean? Um, try everything because you're going to find the thing that is the lane for sure. Um, and really don't give up at it. If like the first, you know, couple things don't work out, like, trust me, I can tell you, like there were years in there where we were writing and I was writing and writing and writing. I had nobody else working with me at the time and I was just trying to do whatever I could to make it myself, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say just, just write as much as possible, write about things you like, find places, network, you know, find people like, especially in Milwaukee, like there are enough outlets that are looking for like freelance things and stuff like that. Yeah. That there's always room somewhere. You're going to find, you know, even if it's the smallest thing, you're going to find something that is going to align with what you like and what you do. So it's, it's out there. You just gotta, you gotta work to go find it. Yeah. So. Hey man. I appreciate you coming on here, man. I want to say this was a full-blown organic (laughs) uh, conversation, man. Like, don't ever judge a book by its cover, people. (laughs) I I didn't expect this, but not to say anything bad, but I I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I appreciate you coming on on the platform. Yeah, man. Um, And I hope you understand. You are an example of what makes this city great. Thank you. What you're doing is making an impact. I notice it I through this platform. I hope to show more people that, hey, this is what's popping in Milwaukee, yeah, man. man. And for all you local artists trying to take your, your 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 careers to another level, yeah, this is kind of the alleyway you need to go through. <laughs> Get Thank some you, recognition. Man. So It has been cool. Okay, I will say, too, it has been cool to see, like, artists, get big opportunities or like you can definitely follow the track of like, Mm -hmm. you know, people that have played Summerfest or they've played whatever, like they've gotten or whatever, you know, opportunity. Like, I don't want to say we're a hundred percent the reason, but we've definitely caught them at their earliest. You know what I mean? And you see them flourish like, yeah, yeah, dude. So like artists we've, we've, you know, artists that we've covered before in their really, really young days Granted, yes, they worked a lot to get there, but like I've seen them go tour nationally yeah. or I've seen them, you know, like we booked people that they sold out one of our shows and then they went out to New York and then yeah. were able to like go or New York or California or whatever mm-hmm. and go play out there. Like and we caught them, 
you know, in their their early day. So well, that, thank, that's fun yeah. to see that. You know. Well, hey man, I, I like I said, I appreciate you. Um and yeah, man. Thank you, man. Man. I appreciate this. Thank you for coming, you know, let me come on. Hey man. Um, you know. Hey, hopefully in the future we could collaborate some type of way, you know. For sure. Um, I got I got a lot of ideas, especially uh, summer coming up. There we go. Um, so, um, expect to see some. Yeah, yeah. From 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 good old Spearhead. But with that <laughs> being said, thank you, thank you, thank you again for coming on. And yeah, uh, yeah Spearhead out.